It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Aubrey. And this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. And where we get sidetracked by our own personal opinions and quote The Office way too much. We've been best friends for over a decade, so join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. Books are a portal to another world. The books I read teenage girl I'd like to talk with you over a beer let's discuss the themes lend me an ear we'll have a drink and hear your thoughts on it let's get chiclet let's Your outfit that you're wearing is so like 2000s. Like, Holy shit! With the tank like, top underneath, the tank top the tiny, underneath the tiny shirt, and then like the rolled up jeans and your Converse's. That's some shit that I would have worn in the same. And year, like probably. I had peace signs all over. You were yeah. you were Miss Peace Sign Queen. It was so annoying. God, I got okay. Welcome to Chicklet, guys. Welcome to Chicklet. We we are. <laughs> Reminiscing, uh, the specific moment was uh, Aubrey won a slap bet against a moron who thought that Pearl Harbor was bombed in the 60s. Let it be known, <laughs> it was December 7th, 1941. So, completely wrong decade. Um, I was right decade. I couldn't remember what year, though. I think I was going to say 45. At least, at least you're in the 40s. Let's just, you know what? I'm going to be fair to you. <laughs> You were in. You were still in the war. Forty-five, I believe, was when it ended. So okay. you were still still, still within the war. war. Still within wartime. Uh, we are a podcast that does shit. Karen, we're, what do we do? We're a literature, <laughs> we're a literature comedy. Listen, literature. we took a break. Fuck you. We took a break last week. We had a literature comedy podcast where we get lit and talk about books we love and love to roast. And this mm-hmm. season, we're analyzing. 
לחרי פוטר ולסוסרוס/פילוסופר סטון. ושי הוא מסנות בינם. A little, little bit, bit of Pam all night long. Little oh my bit God. of Angela on the on thing. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have got some social media you can follow. Our Instagram. Is at Chiclet Pod. Our Twitter. At Chiclet Pod. At Gmail. Chiclet.podcast.info at gmail.com You can also leave us a voicemail. In several different accents, apparently. At 984-212-4808. There she is. There she is. She's back, love. Oh. There she blows. Happy day. Um, whew. All right. Well, wow. how's How are you doing? Oh, how I'm you good. How are you? I, I can't even say how are you. I'm like how you so doing? tired. How you I'm doing? like, hey, hey, you. It's like we took a break last week, but we didn't actually take a break from anything. We just didn't release an episode. <laughs> there was just a lot going on. This, this past couple of on. weeks is wild, and it's going to continue to be wild because that's life. Life is wild, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? But, yeah. you know, we haven't, we haven't taken a break from releasing an episode since when? Like, it was wild. I think it was November. I literally think it was fucking November. Yeah, so, you know, we try to bring you stuff every week, but it's just, woo. I, I, will, I will cop and say I was like, Karen, I need. Well, I need we them. were supposed to record on Tuesday, and then I said, I can't do it today. And then we were supposed to record on Thursday, and you were like, I don't know if I can do it today. And I was like, fuck it, let's take the week off. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, you know, we're back. Fuck it. We don't record ahead because I kind of like to keep things organic between us. And it's kind of a good excuse to meet every week and, you know, have several hours to spend together. And um, I think it kind of keeps it fresh and fun. It keeps it relevant, too, because, you know, uh, if you're a listener from long time past or, you know, started with our first season and are meeting us now, um first season we did record like a lot in like chunks i think we recorded like i don't know two or three episodes episodes to start i think it was up to like four or five because we were wild yeah i don't even know it was and then when we started releasing we were like wait we should have (laughs) maybe right we should have maybe waited less time so as you know as we've learned and and gone on our way and, and navigated this world of podcasting we've kind of figured out what works for us and, and we then like sometimes to, what works for like us to is hang out yeah we just like to hang out and she lives in another city now so you know this is a way for us to see each other and yeah you know, i'm glad that we can yes because i'm hideous yeah same i'm well glad that we <laughs> i'm glad that we do get to see each other on this platform now like since we switched from the other one because mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to be able to like see you when i'm talking to you you're one of the only people that I'm. I allow to see me when I'm looking like total <laughs> garbage ass raccoon trash. Like I got when my I'm hair done. Raccoon trash. It's nobody sees me. I'm like burrowed away, <laughs> hidden. I got my hair done like two weeks ago, and I logged into a call with my 
uh, with my therapist the other day, and I had, like, my makeup done and my hair was nice. And she goes, oh, wow, you look so nice today. And I was like, I know, I normally look like a dumpster fire. <laughs> True, though. Not to you, but me. Like, she was like, feel. she was like, it's okay. You don't have to dress up for therapy. I was just acknowledging that you looked nice. And I was like, thanks. You know <laughs> what? My therapist, God bless that woman. Uh, I started out going, you know, every Thursday I was like, I'm going to make sure I look good, you know, put together, even though I'm probably going to cry, you know, I'm still going to do my makeup. Now I go in looking like ass trash raccoon. Like <laughs> I go in there, like I just woke up. My hair looks like fucking shit. I have makeup from last night on and I'm like, Hey girl, let's talk about how fucked up I am. Let's dish about let's my life. Dish. Which girl we gonna have to dish. Cause we had a break. So it's been going to be a month between sessions. Oh, my God. I'm going to be like, hey, girl, so much has happened. What's up? And I'm going to look like this with, like, raccoon eyes. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry, raccoons. I mean, you guys are cute. Yeah, they're real cute. And hating, like, but you're cute. Trash pandas. They are really literally the trash pandas of the world. What are you going to do? They're cute. You had something fun happen, didn't you? uh, Well, yeah, I'm just, like, wanted to give – my boo shout out even though he never listens and that's fine it's all right Um, neither does mine my headphones are gonna die oh no but we're gonna go as long as we can until we have to switch but boom (laughs) uh i'm just proud henry got a new job and he just started it and like it's basically like 3d printing with like doing denture stuff, dental stuff for doctors and they'll send in molds and the doctors have something to, whatever. I don't know. Science. Woo. And it's full time. Yeah. And he literally was like, it's so easy. It's so easy. Like I keep going in and everything is just so easy to me. And like, I'm wondering when like, I'm going to like get promoted, (laughs) get promoted. He's like, it's all like, I'm done with all my work, blah, blah, blah. He literally showed me a video and was like telling me what he does. And I was like, I don't understand any of this. This is shit. so complicated. <laughs> this sounds like fucking suicide to me. Like I, oh, I cannot. It was, I literally did not understand <laughs> what he was doing or supposed to do. I was like, you, you're really smart. <laughs> like when Judd screen prints, um, like, or like when he's like printing out like his screen printing negatives and stuff or whatever the fuck that's called. And then he'll like be like, yeah, now I'm, you know, coating it with emulsion and then I'm going to burn out the screen. And I'm just like, yeah, super sure. easy. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like it's going to take seconds. Like yeah. what? No. Yeah. So I'm just like super proud of him. I was like excited uh, for him. So even though he doesn't listen, I was like, I mean, I just want to pro- like prop him up and be like, what's up, bitch? You did it. Yeah, I'm super excited. Does he get benefits at that job? I don't think so, but I oh. feel like he's going to be making really good money in no time. He's already making decent money, but that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fantastic. I think he'll move up in no time. Whew. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> we had another poll that I posted. <laughs> Y'all, I'm we having sure so did. much fun. I'm having so much fun with these fucking polls. Y'all, was this my up. question? It was, I kind of reworded it, but yes, your, the original question was, if you had to bone a professor, who would it be? <laughs> and I thought back to, like, the Hogwarts Christmas party, and I was like, uh-huh. 
Okay, so you're at the Hogwarts Christmas party. What teacher are you hooking up with, provided they're vibing with you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's inspired by Hagrid and McGonagall's awkward flirting in chapter 12 when they're yes. both really drunk. Um, oh, so awkward. So the options I provided, and I, I said I'm, I'm only going to provide ones from book one because that's what we're doing right now. But if you have a different right. answer, like feel free to just put it in the replies or whatever. So um, the four options were by, I mean, just a, about uh, nine points, uh, Snape was the winner. Mm. Um, coming in second at 34.5%. We got 55 votes on this one, by the way. That's a lot of votes. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Um, I love uh, that. 34.5% uh, McGonagall. Coming in at second, Ooh, people really love a McGonagall like a like a dominatrix type of deal. Yeah, um, she's like sit on the desk now, bend over. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, then at eighteen point two percent, Professor Sprout. Oh, oh, yes. I didn't even think of that bitch. Okay, and then bringing up the rear uh, at three point six percent, which I think is about one or two votes. We have Professor Coral. Oh. What about um, Hagrid, man? I didn't put Hagrid on there because he's technically not a teacher yet. And um, also, like, any first year would... Oh, well, I was thinking of myself as, like, a first year. Any first year would be... Oh, God, no. I meant, like, you're an adult. Like, everyone's oh. an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! What are you... They're, like, 11! <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, well, because we're reading the book, is I think I my brain you, went you like you put yourself in that, yeah. Airing. So like, if I was going, I would be a first year for some reason. Like I don't know, it was like my brain, my brain was on no, fire. No Title Nine, no sexual harassment. Um, <laughs> although I wasn't super specific, I think that's what most people like. If you were you at the age you are now, and you were at the Hogwarts Christmas party, <laughs> who would you hook up with? <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We have detailed. Oh no, this has. Um, to... Oh god, sorry everyone. I'm not <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna read the replies. Um, watch if you dare. Um, po- posted. Why wouldn't it be Alan Rickman with the clip from Die Hard um, of Hans Ooh, yes. going, "I'm your white knight." <laughs> Hans Gruber. I love Hans Gruber. Okay, listen. Listen, I fucking... (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I I missed this. I missed missed some of these. Ooh, go ahead. Come on. Um, Let's get get more Alan Rickman or Snapey vibes. What's uh, up? Spy Hearts podcast said, Snape is my boy. Us misunderstood goth boys gotta stick together. Yes, Scott! Oh, Scott. Scott. Um... Uh, Geek to Me Radio just said McGonagall with the uh, gif of her clapping at the house cup. <laughs> yes, she said um, clap, bitch, clap, clap, oh, anyway. clap. Clap them, um, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Autopsy podcast. Fucking, I have to read this whole thread. It had me fucking rolling. Oh no. <laughs> he said Trelawney just to see if she can truly see anything coming. <sighs> and then he said, "I'll see myself out." Um, and then Wishes Talking Tarot actually replied to him and said, my dear, you have the Grim. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, two tea leaves, one cup. That's all I got. (laughs) 
Oh God, no! Oh, oh fuck, no! Kill me. No, no! Oh, Trelawney. Um, so I that- feel like she'd be she. You know, like there's a good weird in bed. She's she would be like too weird. In she'd bed. be too weird in bed, probably. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, so it's <laughs> funny. Our uh, our good friends over at the Scuttlebutt Podcast, of course, had to weigh in, and I'm glad they mm-hmm. did. Uh, he said, y'all know McGonagall was a fox in her day, still is too, and probably had some amazing transformations to keep it interesting with the, the sly face emoji and then just hashtag, just think, just saying, hashtag think about it. And then it's the, (laughs) the gif from the first movie of her jumping off the table as a cat and turning (laughs) into a woman. (laughs) And then Chuck and Ruff followed it up. They replied to Chuck and Ruff go to the movies, replied to Scuttlebutt with like a gif of a cat, like doing like a sexy pose. (laughs) Said, well, hey there. Um, Queen of pussy. uh, Hermes Oslander said, hashtag hate is going to hate with a gif of Maggie Smith. I think from, uh, from Downton Abbey. Um, (laughs) Uh, the gruesome twosome said, "Are we going? Are we going by character or actor? Because that makes all the difference." And I replied with the gif oh. of um, Drew Carey going, "Everything is made up, and the points don't matter." <laughs> yes. Um, and then they said, "That's the response I was hoping for." Okay, I'm going to think on this one. I guess they didn't. Maybe they just voted and they didn't actually respond. Come back. Come back. He's back. He's back. Um. Okay, Twisted and Uncorked said, I totally forgot about that. Presumably the awkward flirting at the Christmas party. Uh, Snacks with Stein with a very saucy, uh, (laughs) saucy tweet. Uh, Just tweeted a gif gif of Hagrid and it said, takes a beast to know how to handle one. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) That's so gross. But, I mean... I mean. Oh my god! I he saw that. Would be so cute together, though. That's true. I saw that uh, Casey Jane had some shit to say about Hagrid's where Hagrid came from. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're does. gonna read that here in a minute. Uh, great sure. pop culture debate said Lupin because you know he's a wildcat in the sack. Ooh, yeah. Get the werewolf, babe. Mm, you know I, love- I think that would have been my answer, honestly, if it wasn't just limited to first book characters. Uh, if it was, I'd be like Sirius Black because he was in the book. He was mentioned in chapter one. Technically not a teacher, though. No, but still an adult. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I would have picked Lupin because I like, you know, I love Monster Boyfriend. Um, yeah, you do. Sad boy monster. Uh, Space Castle podcast just tweeted a gif of Maggie Smith that just says "boom." I don't know what it's from. It might be from Harry Potter. Mm. Um, Maggie Smith is McGonagall. For those of you who don't know, um, Manic Pixie Weirdo said, "If I'm being honest, Professor Lupin, but I went ahead and chose McGonagall out of those up top." And then Witches Talking Terror responded to Manic Pixie and said. Oh, damn. 10 out of 10 would bang. And I was like, yeah, baby. (laughs) Senoritas. Um, So, (laughs) two idiots and a dog. Some of these I missed. I didn't even see the other day. 
uh, said, I'm sitting in a corner by myself with the wizarding equivalent of a Game Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Ye Old Crime Podcast uh, tweeted the uh, uh, gif of Alan Rickman going, obviously. We got a lot of that, actually. Uh, Um, Fuck My Work Life said, gotta go McGonagall. Uh, Crime Diner Podcast said, definitely McGonagall, she's feisty. And I said, we'd let her boss us around. And then she, (laughs) Cindy tweeted back a gif of someone with a riding crop in their hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Cindy, you saucy minx. Oh, you saucy minx. She was like, did I go too far? And I was like, not far enough. (laughs) (laughs) Too far. Uh, Witches Talking Tarot said, Snape, enough said. That's Maddie. The co-host. And I said, back to her, I said, theoretically, he could read your mind and know exactly what you wanted always before you even had to say it. And she said, now I'm just imagining a dom-sub situation where he does the mind thing to see your most hidden desires. Fan self, I am heated. (laughs) (laughs) Someone, so Sounds Creepy Pod said, came here looking for this exact thread in response to all of that exchange. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Cooper IRL tweeted also obviously um and then my final favorite response was because at this point no one had voted for professor for 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 professor sprout yet and bodice tipplers podcast yeah uh let's see what their description is a podcast about drinking our way through the trashy romance novels we used to steal off nightstands love that for you love that gotta check it out um Bodice Tipler said, "Are y'all sleeping on Professor Sprout, who you knew is gro- who you know is growing their own stash and is unencumbered from the constantly dealing with the teen drama?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Come into my greenhouse. We're gonna smoke a little bit, maybe dance, maybe fuck on these fucking plants. You Don't know. mind the mandrakes. <laughs> Don't mind the fucking weird fucking vine that's gonna slowly ensnare you. It's fine. Ooh, that's kind of hot, actually." Maybe. Ooh, oh. Why am I like this? Get out. Why am I like this? Oh boy. Okay. And we did get a couple. Why am I like this? We got a couple of uh, responses on Twitter. Sorry, on Instagram. Um, Scuffle Pod, which I I know that uh, Theron runs their Instagram, and Hermes usually is running the Twitter. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with this was probably Theron. Uh, he said, nobody said, pro- I can read this in his voice, too. Nobody said, Professor Sprout, you know she's dirty. <laughs> I just totally I heard it in his voice. Um, and I, I, tweet, I replied and I said, someone on Twitter did imply she probably grows her own stash, which I figured you'd be into because True. You, know, you, you see you there and living in that legal state. And then finally, date, right? Uh, somebody said what I was thinking the whole time. Uh, Lexandrilla said uh, Quirrell because that's technically yeah it's Lexi oh okay Uh, Quirrell because that's technically a threesome (laughs) (laughs) touche I was waiting for someone to say like I texted her after I saw that and I was like yo (laughs) you won the lottery that's won the lottery wow (laughs) technically it's a threesome that's perfect yep that's perfect. What a beautiful poll. That makes me... We had so many responses and from so many new people. Um, and if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, sorry. 
Um, Sorry. Also, also, congratulations. I don't know. Um, <laughs> why am I up my own ass so much? That why, was just. Why do we have a podcast? What? I Is was literally. I put the poll out and then I blasted it out to a few of our friends and it was like, I was just watching the response. I couldn't keep up with the responses. Like they were just rolling, 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 rolling. (laughs) I have something to say. Yes. I was looking at all the wonderful countries that have been listening to us lately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've had so many new countries and it's really cool. And I was like, oh, cool. And I see... We had listener in Azerbaijan. Is there a secret chamber pot there? <laughs> I have to know. I just thought it was wonderful because, and I hope they realize that's not a, an offensive anything. But I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, like, hey. Because I immediately thought of the parody Harry Potter and the secret chamber pot of Azerbaijan. Oh, yes, for sure. On YouTube, I'm pretty sure still. If not, I'm going to find it. We have got a lot to get through for this intro, though. So yeah. shall we? Shall we transition into Aubrey's tiny rant corner? Oh, I suppose, yeah. something planned for my tiny rant corner and then i was like you know i'm changing it so we're doing a will smith review because there was a decision made by the oscars to ban him bro (laughs) for a decade a whole decade a whole decade and he also resigned from the academy board which i feel like he was i feel like that was definitely needed Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and then a video resurfaced from what was it? Was it the the, the round table? Oh yeah, the red the red table. Red table, not the round table. Jesus, whatever Christ. the round red the red room of pain. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's red table, and it, she was trying to get Will to answer a question about their relationship and using him for clout and he was calling her out for it and that like resurfaced and then everyone was like oh so it's been like everyone's still fucking oh are you talking about the instagram live video Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that shit was fucked up he was like why would you just go live on instagram like i and not ask me first like you didn't ask me like this is my this this is my whole brand right right dude jay is fucked up I think they're both fucked up, but like he's super poisonous. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think after seeing all this and and then to top it all off, Will is in rehab. Oh, really? He checked himself into some sort of rehabilitation center. I didn't do super research because obviously I don't care that much, but God, maybe it's just a way to get away from her. But I'm like, I understand Will did not respond right. I think Will is a broken man. I think there's a lot wrong and he's not handled anything properly. And he's also in a relationship with a narcissist who 
she just it's like once again we are not psychology people like we don't actually know allegedly allegedly <laughs> yeah this is all my brain my opinion that's why it's called aubrey's tiny rant corner because i just ran about whatever i fucking want tm <laughs> <laughs> well i wonder i wonder how um all their scientology friends feel about him going to rehab oh, and i hope oh. i hope that it's not scientology based Probably not. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure they're not in it now. Okay. But, you know, I'm sure that everyone has friends in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. I don't know. I just feel like, do you, first of all, Karen, do you feel like that was enough? Do you feel like that was a correct way to handle this situation for the Academy? Well, at first, I I saw that they banned him for a decade, and I was like, damn, that's a long-ass time. But then I thought about it, and I was like, I think it only shocked me because they didn't do anything in the moment. Like, it was Mm -hmm. like, they still gave him his award, like, he still walked out of there, like, he, I mean, he wasn't escorted out by security, like... Do you think they were worried about how he would react if they asked him to quietly leave? Probably. I mean, you you see a man go up and slap another man on live television. Right. Were they worried that he would just, like, go into ninja mode and, like, and, like, take out security? (laughs) Bad boys for life. What what is the problem? Like, yeah, it was really weird. And then they said that they did something, but they actually didn't. It was found that they didn't really do anything. Yeah. I feel like they were kind of... (laughs) It just feels weird for them to go from, like, doing absolutely nothing to, like, doing that much. Where it's like, if you had said, hey, man, we're going to escort you out of here. You can get someone else to accept your award for you. Like, whatever. Like, that would be one thing. And then to do this. But it's just, like, it feels like they went from, like, one extreme to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely think he should have stepped down from the Academy. I think that was the right move. Yeah. And, like... Maybe he could have, they could have banned him for a couple of years, but it just seems like 10 whole years is like, damn, dude. Like, like, does that mean he's banned from being nominated? Yes, I think so. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, so he, he I was Oscar jail. In term, I was just in thinking in terms of going to the Oscars for some reason, like just going. <laughs> <laughs> just, just showing up, you know. You're just banned from the party, dude. Like, you know, but no, that makes total sense that he would, that means he's banned from like being nominated. from being nominated. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Do you I think wonder, productions with Will Smith in it will get nominated? I'm sure they will. Nominated. I think he I himself so. just can't get nominated. And like, okay, okay. if they all, you know, like if the whole cast is there to accept a Best Picture, like he can't be there probably. Yeah, but that's great. Like. I just think out of all of this, like, I feel like Jada's really just poisonous. I don't like her. She I just don't. She really gives sketchy. me weird, sketchy vibes, man. Like, sketchy, she seems sketchy like one vibes. of those people, when you watch her Red Table talk, she's got to, she's like, the, she has to be the most intelligent person in the room. Mm, mm-hmm. And just, like, be the most, like, at, what is it? What do they say? I think it's a uh, Scientology or Nexium. They say I think it's Scientology when you're at cause or something like when I have you're no like, idea. 
you're good, like you're on a different level kind of thing um, than other people, you know, like you're just so much smarter and you just, you have a better level of plane of existence than others. That's the yeah. vibe she, like yeah, she knows. So you're, more- so you're like exempt from all the rules basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely see that in Tom Cruise for fucking sure. It just, um, it drives me insane that like she's sitting here, first of all, He's sitting here going and punching Chris Rock for this really not great joke, but, you know, a joke nonetheless. And the real person he probably should be punching is the guy named August who fucked his wife. That's his fucking son's friend. Can you imagine fucking your son's friend? Like, that's like so many levels of fucked up. That's so many levels of I don't of care how old your son is. Like, he could be in his 50s and you're in your 70s. Don't fuck your son's friend, man. It's just weird. It's just weird. And, like, I understand that apparently, like, oh, well, Will gave his blessing and blah, blah. I don't fucking care. It doesn't First matter. Part, I'm so tired I'm of hearing about it. Life. Second of all, like I said, if he was going to be punch anybody, what shouldn't it have been him? Yeah. Rather than Chris Rock making an offhanded joke? I think, I feel like he's so... Again, it's not my marriage. I don't fucking know. But the way that I see them interact with each other, he is he would literally do anything for that woman because she has got him in this mindset of like if you're not like constantly on everybody else for me all the time, then you don't love me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I saw like mm-hmm. in the in the Oscars that night where it's like, you know, not that I was watching live, but like the the, the reaction and the, the immediate flip of like, "Oh shit." I need to do something big to make sure that she knows that I give a shit. Yeah. And it's like, that's so textbook. Like my spouse has some sort of personality disorder. <laughs> um, real. It's so, it just really infuriates me. Like I understand the Oscars. I get it. I feel like maybe 10 years was a bit too long, but I get that they needed to make a response and do something to show that they don't condone it, which that's good. Good yeah. job, I guess. Pat on the back. Good job. Like, whatever. Yeah. But too little, too late, though. Probably. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, the whole situation is so fucked up, and like, it stole the show from like so many people. It's, Poor Questlove, like, man. Wanda Sykes was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which fuck Ellen, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I saw the clip of Wanda. And she was talking about the when she's the first time she saw Chris Rock after the Oscars, and he was like, "I'm so sorry." And she was like, "What are you talking about? What do you mean you're sorry?" And he Aww. was like, "Regina and Amy, like it was supposed to be y'all's night. Like you were doing so good. Like it was supposed to be y'all's award show, and like this kind of is this is gonna be what people talk about." And I'm yeah. really sorry. And so like, it's just yeah, it stole the show from Questlove. It stole the show from like the awards that they all won yeah uh it it was just like really fucking frustrating and then like you have to go see him win best actor and make this weird fucking speech about your god that was so awkward it was so awkward and it was so not healthy the things that he said about like no no it was just not good and ugh, everything about it is ugh, and i hate it and I just wanted to see what I haven't gotten to talk to you. So I was like, I need to make this my tiny rant corner. Cause yes. like, it's so frustrating. Like everyone has made mistakes on all sides. Nobody has made, 
It's just stupid. I hate it's, it. It's it so dumb. Fun. This whole thing is so fucking dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> the end. The end. This has been Aubrey's Tiny Rant Corner. Now back to your regularly scheduled tangents. Um, we gotta move on to <laughs> our Detective Casey Jane asks and answers the real questions segment. tell you uh we have a very important voicemail from a very important person that i have to play on this episode have have you heard it i have oh okay i haven't thought this said said, (laughs) oh no this is from your detective so you apparently don't love you anymore did you want to go and cut my life thank you guys (laughs) (laughs) my life jesus fucking christ she she also shut up (laughs) she also texted me like two days later (laughs) because i said i want to meet a hufflepuff and she goes i'm a hufflepuff the fuck Oh, yeah, she texted me that, too. I was like, oh, fuck, my bad. And I was like, man, we really fucked you this week. She was like, you did. <laughs> All in good fun. Um, So, should we? Well, should we, we love you, you stupid Hufflepuff. Uh, we, we love you. We love you. Well, you add aside so from show. that silly voicemail <laughs> singing Green Day. She said she, she missed out on the opportunity to do Cut My Life Into Pieces. <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. My life is on. So I already say, oh, cut, anyway. Is it my cut my cake into pieces? This is my chocolate tort. I hate you so much. <laughs> Whatever. You love me. Um, uh, okay, so these are, I believe, texts that we have received from, from Casey. Yes. Jane. Yes. Uh, do we, do you, you want to read her? first two points sure yeah okay this is this is all casey jane verbatim i'm just kidding how pervy do you think the wizarding world really is this is me getting these texts out of nowhere (laughs) in the middle of the night i mean they have invisibility cloaks they can turn into animals roofies called love potions somehow i got a got one goddamn bathroom for the prefects some communal bath type nonsense. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that was some weird ass <laughs> shit. Like weird like a pool. Like, Eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild, weird ass shit. And they got the fucking obliviate charm. 
they literally out here teaching these children how to be purrs. I'm not just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, let's assume they would have a class in sex ed. I mean, these kids are with each other eight months out of the year. And the only thing separating girls from boys is a staircase, but only for the boys to get caught on. I know there are some freaky chicks in there. Who would be responsible for teaching this? Would it be considered dark arts because sex is unspeakable? So, like, does Snape end up having <laughs> to teach them or worse, Mad-Eye Moody? Y'all know these wizards are freaky. I mean, just look at Hagrid. His dad literally fucked a goddamn giant? <laughs> the fuck? Did he give himself a goddamn gigantic cock? Did he somehow make himself 30 feet tall to fuck her? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to say I didn't read anything else but all I saw was did he give himself a goddamn gigantic cock and I was like I need to read this now um, so the, the other the other thing she said was two things one I love how in the movie when Harry shows Ron the mirror and Ron says do you think it shows the future because it's all about his amazing accomplishments slash him being praised slash the first one to be all these amazing things together all together and Harry says how can it? My parents are dead. I die every time. <laughs> and I proceed, <laughs> I proceed <laughs> to yell at the screen. <laughs> wow, way to ruin the mood, bro. <laughs> Second, <laughs> when Filch just so happens to be outside the library, there's a theory going around that Filch and the librarian are hooking up. Do you think it's possible Filch was down there for a booty call? Ah, uh, you know what? Madam Pince, maybe he lets Filch pincer panties off <laughs> i was gonna say something even more fucked up oh <laughs> what were you gonna say i don't think <laughs> this is so what? this is so fucked up and i in no way condone any of this behavior i'm just making a really awful joke i think if filch is hooking up with anybody it's mrs norris <laughs> <laughs> oh my god honestly though I feel like he's gross. Enough I'm not to be suggesting that type bestiality, but I bet he we're, probably. No, we're like, not. Con- we're not condoning bestiality. I, I think this terrible person in this t- in this book maybe did a terrible thing. I, I like I said, Filch is the type of person who looks like and sounds like he would probably fuck a cat. Just saying. Just just saying. Just saying. Uh, yeah, the Wizarding World is pretty pu- 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 pretty pervy. Uh, I mean, yeah, Ron got poisoned pretty easily with that love potion in book six. Bruh, that's like literally a roofie. <laughs> literally, he was like, Romilda, bleh. Like, Oh my god, Romilda. It was really powerful, too. Like, that was a powerful potion. Yeah, yeah. Rude. Like, what the fuck? Like, how is that, uh, like, are you should be like arrested. A, she's like a sixth year or something at that point. Like, yeah, like, bro, you should be arrested. That's like not okay to do. Like, what are you, you're, you're taking away someone's capacity to consent. Choose for themselves. Yeah, yeah, consent. Like, that's what? I'm so confused by how, yeah. I don't know, Casey Jane. I don't know. I feel like you bring up very valid points, and I I think there might be some problems that the Wizarding World needs to look at. That was my pterodactyl. I've been doing a lot of weird noises due to working with children with autism. 
Like, <laughs> I do so many accents. I don't know who I am anymore. Like, I just wild. have all these different people inside me. Yeah, I'm doing animal acts. I animal accents. What, <laughs> like a French what, elephant. What accents do animals have? <laughs> a French elephant. You know. Um, I can't. <laughs> oh, what if a French elephant was like sockle? <laughs> no. Sockley. Anyone in France? Anyone like that? No. Sorry. Any French elephants out there that listen to this podcast, <laughs> please cut out the last part of what we were talking about with Mrs. Norris. <laughs> uh, we should take a quick break and then we'll come back to our drinks of the day, our media wrecks, and then our we'll talk through this chapter finally. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been a long time. Sorry this is so long, but fuck you. Maybe you can listen to the end if you want. We love you. Sorry. I'm, I'm just very bipolar today. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, me too. All right. (laughs) Go to break. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, dear listener. We're interrupting your regular podcast with an invitation. Yep, you're invited to join us at the Tipsy Exchange, where your hosts get tipsy and exchange ideas on a specific topic. Pop culture, true crime, unexplained phenomena. Nothing's off limits on the Tipsy Exchange. So grab a drink and visit thetipsyexchange.com to find the show on Apple, Spotify, or whatever is your favorite podcast app. 
I'm Burley. I'm LA. Now back to the show. Do you have a book you'd like us to cover on a future season? Email us at chiclet.podcast.info at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at chicletpod. If you love the podcast and want to support us in other ways, check out patreon.com slash chiclet, where you can choose from three different patron tiers to receive fun extras, early access to bonus content, and maybe even some new music from the chicks. That's patreon.com slash C-H-I-C-K-L-I-T. And as always, we love reviews. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. I think I actually like regular seltzer better than alcoholic seltzer. Like, I don't think alcoholic... Like, someone told me alcoholic seltzer tastes like TV static, and I was like, it's true. (laughs) It really does. Like, I don't really drink it because... I want to drink it. I drink it because beer fucks up my stomach and I don't like drinking all the sugar that's in like ciders. Yeah. Cause like, you know, it's fine for like one or two, but if you're like at the beach pounding drinks or something, like, I mean, not that I do that that often, but (laughs) who am I kidding? It's, that's a problem. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like if you're like, if you're like trying to like go hang out and like, you know, sip on something all day long, like I don't want to be sipping on cider because then I'm just going to have like a sugar rush, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to our lovely show where no one curses and Everyone's keep nice to each other. PG-17. That's a lie. We're I don't terrible. think that's a real rating. Um, no, it's NC-17. It's definitely NC-17, which I thought that for the longest time, I thought that that was like a rating specific to North Carolina. I did too when I was younger. <laughs> but it stands for no children under 17. Yeah. I didn't know that either for a very long time. So which I, I, I feel like a lot of North Carolinians probably did if they grew up. Okay, but like, don't you have to be eighteen to see an R-rated movie? I thought so. I thought so. You had like, to be, or I, what is it? I I think if you're accompanied by an adult, you can be sixteen. But I can't be sure. You can't quote me on it. But like, if you have to be, maybe that just means like no children can watch this movie under seventeen. Like, even if you're accompanied, I don't know. It just never made sense to me to be like, oh, you have to be eighteen to buy an R-rated movie ticket, but you can watch a supposedly worse movie at 17 nc-17 (laughs) or going to release an nc-17 uh original which is their first who was sorry netflix oh is releasing their first original nc-17 rating uh biopic about marilyn monroe oh my Uh uh-huh was, so apparently, I, I'm assuming that means that they're just going to show a lot of people fucking Marilyn Monroe. Was ma- okay, but was Nymphomaniac not NC-17? That movie was straight up porn. Like there was penetration. It might in not that have movie. been. It might not have been a Netflix original. This oh. is original that oh, they're. Oh 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 oh. oh okay. has. I think they released other things with that rating, but not it, not anything original uh, to the. I wonder if I've ever seen. Well, I guess. Hold on. Now I have to know. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tangenting so hard. Well, while she's painting, I'll start off uh, with what I'm drinking for the day. Oh, what you drinking, Obs? I am drinking a coffee that we got at the store Tuesday morning, which is just a weird eclectic store that, like, if you have one of those really nice ants that you see at holidays that's, like, 
get you gifts that like you it's can kind of see why you would need it but you don't really need it for your house it's, it's like true. that kind of store um and there's a lot of cheap stuff there which is cool and they have coffee there and there was this one that's called kentucky butter cake ground coffee from cruise coffee roasters it's really really good and i like it's like a medium blend um I like it a lot by itself, but it's also really good if you cut it with just like a regular kind of like Folgers classic or something. Um, it's a really, it's just got a really good taste to it. I don't know. I can't describe it. Yeah. And I'm drinking it with my Twinkie. Twinkie creamer. <laughs> from I love, I love that people listen just for the creamer. That's like my that favorite. Makes so happy. I'm sorry I've been boring with the Twinkie one, but it's so good. So, so I'll, I'll try to be more. Uh, I forget whose pod we were on, but you had like cookie coffee with cookie creamer, and someone was like, "That's a lot of cookies going on." She's <laughs> good. Fuck off. Everything's it's good delicious. in my coffee. I'm drinking it out of my cup that I got free from International Delight. It's a Reese's cup. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. I found it. Uh, Nymphomaniac initially received an NC-17 from the MPAA in early 2014. The film surrendered the rating and was released without any MPAA rating. Okay. Because there is literally, like, there is literally penetration in it. Like, you, that's like the one thing you can't show on HBO. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Right. Right. Anyway. I watched that probably too young. Um. (laughs) I was already watching porn. Why did it fucking matter? Fine. That's fine. Um, it's fine. Well, what are you drinking? You know, I'm, maniac, you. I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a man mosa, which is, um, if you don't know, orange juice mixed with light beer. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Ew. What? <laughs> it sounds gross, but it, it's like if you have gross, skunky light beer and you want to make it taste better, make yourself a little man mosa. Um, okay, 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 okay. And I do have to. Damn, I don't have a bottle. Oh, I have one right here. Hold on. I have to say that uh, this is made with OJ and the J Balvin edition of Miller Lite that has been on sale in the grocery store for like two months at this point. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess J Balvin decided to release his own Miller Lite like release or whatever, and it's not didn't go so well. So it's been on sale, bro. You can get like fifteen pints for like sixteen dollars. Okay, and by pints, stupid. I mean, like, a, a full 16-ounce pint. Like, not just, like, the little 12-ounce cans. So. That's wild. And they're perfect for the beach, because they have screw-on caps. Anyways. Um, <laughs> thanks, That's Jay awesome. Balvin. Thank you for everything that you've given Karen. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ugh, guys, my lip is split. Sorry, I know that's whatever i have chapped lips this weather is killing okay i went on a tangent about the nymphomaniac movie that i haven't watched in like 10 years it's just awful like i know there's probably so many people that have like chapped lips or whatever but like i get this like fucking monstrous like grand canyon split in my lip every year and it's always in the same spot on my bottom lip and it hurts and no matter how much i tend to it how much i treat it how much i burst bees the, the fuck up and you know, make no. It doesn't matter. It still happens. It just rips. So, anyway, let's. What go. are speaking of movies? Um, what have you been consuming? Oh well. Um, one 
thing that I've been consuming is a podcast called Indoctrination, which is hosted by Rachel Bernstein, and she's got a degree, and I'm not going to say what it is because I don't remember. <laughs> but Psycho- she's I think like, she has a degree in psychology, some sort psychology. of degree in psychology. She's like, yeah, some, something in like the mental health field, and she's really fucking smart. And I heard of her because she was a guest on another podcast, which I don't remember which one it was. Because I go down these rabbit holes of, like, stuff about cults. And I'll just find one and find one and find one and find one. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, but she was a guest on a different podcast. And I was like, oh, she's really smart. So I looked up her podcast, Indoctrination. And she, like, she has helped cult survivors like through their traumas and and like every episode where she talks to someone whether it's a survivor or someone who's an expert on something or whatever she always like has like the approach of like she kind of reminds me of my therapist in a way she is a sorry i just looked her credentials up she is an lmft which stands for licensed marriage and family therapist she's like fucking smart she's so smart she reminds me of my therapist i think that's why i like her so much in the way that she talks and kind of just gives advice or like, you know, her two cents on something. And like, she's, it's, she's so smart and she's so good. And she, she's a great example of how to talk to people who have been through traumatic experiences. Mm. It's, it's like, she's, it's really, really fascinating. Like there's actually like two episodes where she talks to India Oxenberg, who was in Nexium. Oh Yeah. She talks. So India did get out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. There is a beautiful. I think it's on Showtime with Stars. One of those. It's a uh, called Seduced uh, Inside the Nexium Cold or something like that. And it's India Oxenberg's documentary about. Oh, okay. Her. And it's kind of honestly a response to the vow. Really, I feel like you know because the vow is like was this whole big thing but this is more pointed as like this is india's story of what happened to her yeah yeah Um, it's really 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 good and she talks to india and apparently she also was like she helped her through when she was getting out of the cult Mm -hmm. so like she's also her like therapist psychologist whatever psychiatrist i don't fucking know the words karen's smarter than me uh she would be a therapist (laughs) Yeah, so she and she just gives such good information. She has a really great voice. It's very soothing, very mm-hmm. calming. And I just have been fascinated by it. I've been like binging so many episodes. She's talked to so many fucking fascinating people. Uh, and then the other thing that I've been watching is because um, I was like randomly looking. I told Karen this off, off recording, but I've been like, it's really weird. I had a premonition. I was like, ugh. Oh, yeah. I really want to watch things about the Titanic. Like, I just... Because I've always been obsessed with it. I had books when I was a kid. I was one of those nerds. And I was like, oh, I just want to watch stuff about it. And today, which is the 12th the recording that we're recording, uh, was, like, the anniversary of them departing England for mm. New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was looking it up on YouTube, and I found this... <laughs> very famous gamer that i didn't know existed he's very famous and probably a bunch of people know him and his name on youtube is jack septic i i think his real name is sean and he's irish and he just plays games for a living he he, i'm sure everyone knows markiplier 
Uh, he's done stuff with him and like, so he's got like millions of followers and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, I'm just one of those idiots that's like, oh, hi, everyone else. What's up? It's okay. I'm the You're same way. Door. I finally found the door. How are you guys doing? I'm literally and, the same exact way. Yeah. And so he had a video of him uh, doing a VR game where you can, you start out and explore the ship wreckage of the Titanic. Oh, wow. And then you actually experience like being in first person as someone on the Titanic while it's sinking. Oh my. And it was so good. Like he's so funny. First of all, he's Irish. So he's very like, he's got like the very rambunctious, like he's like yelling a lot. And it's so funny. Like I love his energy. And he's like, when he's on the life, <laughs> the lifeboat, he's like looking around. He's like, Hey, so, what's your favorite color? <laughs> you know? What's going on? And then there's a dog, and he's like, oh, that dog's cuter than the baby you've got there. And, you know, he's just really... <laughs> and then, like, you watch it sink. And, like, even though it's, like, VR, it's a video game, you know, it's still, like, pretty... It was pretty intense. And, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he was like, I teared up and whatever. And, like, it was so good. And then I just spiraled and started watching a bunch of his stuff or, like, he's playing scary games or whatever he's really funny (laughs) if you're like me and never heard of him check him out i was just thinking about the time that someone in judd's stream was like uh he was like where are you from dude and they were like i'm from belfast but they didn't put a space between from and belfast and he was like frobblefast happened this was like the early days of him streaming it happened like it happened like a year or two ago amazing he said fromble fast that would have been me though (sighs) my dumbass would have done the same thing oh my god Um, oh my god that's really (laughs) (laughs) fucking fromble fast that's really funny Sorry, what do you, what are you, what have you been binging consuming? Um, so the first one is one that I was like, you would fucking love this. Um, it's called the Ghost Town Terror, and it's on Discovery Plus. Ooh, I have that. Yes, and it's basically, I told you to watch it, but I know that like my text probably, I'd send you text in the middle of the night, and you see it at like four in the morning. You're like, ah, shit. Um, I do wake up at four in the morning. I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'm like dead. <laughs> I don't have my Kentucky whatever fucking coffee in my I, face. I go to bed like two hours before you wake up sometimes. So. I know. Um, I know. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so it's called the Ghost Town Terror, and it's basically this family. She's like a single mom, and she has like three kids, and they're some of them fictional? are grown, huh? Is it fictional? No, it's real. Well, oh no! It's, it's okay. as real as a ghost hunting show is, you know. Oh, 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 oh okay. Um, and so she like lived in Washington, and then decided like that she was just gonna buy this ranch in Montana, and it's like this ghost town of nice. this place that like someone had just been collecting buildings from like all over like the area and just putting them in this town, and so there's all these like random buildings there. And they're, like, experiencing these crazy things, and they have, like, experts come in and, like, do EVPs and stuff. Isn't it, is it, like, Zach Bagans, like, super fake? It's, like, it's a little Zach Bagans, but it's not, 
it's still kind of creepy and it's kind of like like there's, there's like <laughs> moments in that show where i'm like that was real right right there's um, no way but like that you know i don't I, is it like super fluffy or is it like no there's some creepy shit like it's definitely like whatever is there is after karen who's the owner of <laughs> yeah so it's like they, they're getting these evps of like yeah they're like I want Karen. And I'm like, ah! no, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, fucking my pants. You would like it though. I think you I would, would like it. Immediate diarrhea. And the buildings are super creepy and they'll see things like, apparently there was this woman who was like murdered in one of the buildings, like murdered, like very viciously, like blunt force trauma to the back of the head or to the front <laughs> of the head. Like, and they said that like her teeth fell down the back of her throat. Because, like that's how bad and so they keep finding teeth everywhere stop i'm gonna throw up yeah oh my god stop it yeah look at you you're gonna throw up too it's oh it's, it's fucking what crazy dude we vomit um chiclet um anyways sorry if that was too really that's graphic crazy i know i like <laughs> want to throw up but i'm so into it like <laughs> i went from talking about my porn habits to like graphic violence <laughs> like is it's so weird because like you know me like i'm so scared of like scary movies i don't like being jump scared but like this i'm is, obsessed with ghosts yeah like, this what, isn't really like a, a jump scary show it's just more just like what the fuck like i am so fascinated with ghosts it's crazy um we would You'll love this. Pick me as a ghost hunter. <sighs> we would make millions. I think we should just live stream and make you play scary games, or I'll play scary games, and you have to like moderate it. That is totally fine. I can't play. That'll. That's too much. I'll it's hard up. for me to play too. I played through Until Dawn like a couple years ago, and I like there was one point where I had to hand the controller to Judson and just be like, "You play. I can't look. I can't watch. Nope. I can't watch." What happens anytime anyone tries to make me play something on my own? I have. To, I end up having to hand it over because, like, I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Anyway, I love games, but can't play them. The end. So the other thing that I've been that I have been trying to do for myself is like to watch more like classic movies or like Oscar winning movies or like you know stuff that was nominated or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm scrolling through. So Saturdays, yeah, I need to watch that. Um, sc- I'm scrolling through movies on Saturday night because Saturday nights Judd streams for usually like two to three hours. So I'll just kind of like sit and have his stream on in the background and like watch something that I want to watch. Um, nice. And so I saw that Dunkirk was on HBO, which I'm like. I've only heard the title. I don't know what it's about at uh, all. Okay. So it's a war movie. It's about World Sorry, War II. I paused because like my brain fucking shat. <laughs> you paused for so long. I was like. Uh. I don't know what happened. Like I, I shut down. <laughs> she said. <laughs> I was just learning to, to love. Um, <laughs> if you don't take his batteries out, he'll just go all day. I've. I've only heard the title of the movie. Okay, so I'll explain without yeah. without really spoiling anything. I'll kind of explain. It's based on a historical event in World War II where French and English forces landed on the beaches of Dunkirk um, mm-hmm. in France, I think, or like it's like across it's across the English Channel. I think it's France. Um, 
<laughs> it was just the way you said France. Uh, France. Um, that was golden. Sorry. So I. So anyway, so they land on these beaches, but they are trapped there because they didn't realize like the Germans were already there. So they can't advance further inland, and they have the you know the water to their back, and so they're trying mm. to evacuate like four hundred thousand soldiers off these beaches. And yeah, it's crazy, dude. And um, so they're like evacuating, evacuating, and then they just keep getting shelled by the Germans, like constantly. And like it, it basically tells the story from the perspective of a kid in the in the British army. Um, who is, you know, just a regular enlisted, whatever. Your average Joe kid. Your average, you know, soldier. And then, um, they're... 16 to 18, probably. Yeah. Basically, what ended up happening was the Navy ran out of, like, they couldn't get their ships to the jetty to evacuate people because they kept getting shelled. So they needed civilian ships to come in and, like, ferry people back and forth to... Um, like, the bigger, like, Navy ships. And so it tells the story from the perspective of a kid on the beach, a guy who volunteered or was conscripted his, like, little pleasure yacht to, like, go sail over there and pick up people. And then um, a pilot who is in the air trying to take down German bombers. And it converges it all, like, perfectly. Um, it's like the, the kid's perspective is told from like one week before everything happens. The ship, the guy on the, his little yacht is told like from the day before. And then the guy in the air is like, it's told in real time for like an hour. So it, and it like, it all converges together and they like play with time and it's really cool. Um, I was like just riveted. I put, you know me, I get so distracted during movies. I put my fucking phone down and I didn't look at that motherfucker for like an hour and a half. Wow. And I only picked it up because I was like, hmm, I kind of want to order pizza. <laughs> um, I'm hungry. Right. And like, it wasn't I. You were bored. Right? No, I was just fast. I mean, it is like action fucking packed from the beginning. Like, you cannot look away. And so I'll say two other things about this movie and then we got to move on. One, I went into this movie thinking it was the movie 1917. Why are we doing this? What which is, is which is about World War One. <laughs> and I was waiting for like, because that movie has like, it's like famously a one shot movie. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of editing and cuts in this movie. I thought it was supposed to be one shot. Fucking um, dumb bitch. <laughs> so dumb. And I then I'm, I'm sitting there, and like one of the English soldiers is like, I'm like, man, that kid looks so much like Harry Styles. Like, I wonder if like anyone's made that comparison. So I'm sitting there, and I get like literally two thirds of the way through the movie, and I'm like, I have to look this kid up, like as I'm ordering pizza. Bitch, it's fucking Harry Styles. <laughs> it is him. Oh, it's him. Five, I'm five years late to watching this movie, first of all. I knew he was in it. But I didn't know anything about the movie at all. I don't know how I didn't know any. I ha- Somehow I escaped with no knowledge of what the film was about. It's really good. Honestly, I think he would really like it. I, You know I like historical shit. So yeah. I don't like, I'm not going to go sit there and watch Patton. Sorry, guys. Like, And uh, Tom Hardy mm. plays the fighter pilot. Hmm. Randomly. And you actually don't really see his face except, like, at the very beginning and then later on. I'm not going to spoil it, but um, 
I mean, it's been out for five years, but. Guess what I found out Rosanna watches? What? Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I still she never watched it. Blinders, and I was like, by order of the Peaky Blinders. And she was like, by order. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for like two minutes. It was so good. Well, now that we've been recording for an hour and a half, uh, do you want to you want to get into this chapter? This very yeah. short chapter. Read the, the, I just, the summary. I just want you to know, I opened my book and I was on the last page. Like, I literally had one page to read and my lazy ass last week was like, I'm not going to finish this. Stupid bitch. <laughs> I was such a stupid bitch. Anyway. Oh, my God. It's such a short chapter. It is a very short chapter. Um, I really didn't take a whole lot of notes, to be totally, totally honest. Um, but you know what? This is also a podcast that just talks about Harry Potter in general. So you're welcome for that. You're welcome, Draco. That was a little ASMR effect. Ooh, you're welcome. Mm. You're welcome, America. <laughs> I just want to say that this chapter starts with the sentence, Quirrell, however, must have been braver than they thought. And I was like, why would you start a chapter that way? Like, why would you start it with a however? Like, what if I put this book down like I did for two weeks and didn't like immediately know what was proceeding on the, like, I don't know. It just seemed like she broke it up. Her editor broke it into a chapter and like, didn't do a good job. Anyway. Well, don't forget the summary. Oh yeah. Sorry. I have to read the summary. <clears throat> this is chapter 14. Hello. I'm Jim Dale. Um, this is chapter 14. Norbert, the Norwegian Ridgeback. Ooh. That's a tongue twister. Tres tristes tigres. Okay. Um, Hermione starts revisiting. Wow. Hermione starts Wait. revising. The teachers pile on extra homework. Harry, Ron, and Hermione visit Hagrid. Grow illegal weed. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You did not put that in there. I wrote that. And discover he has a dragon's egg and later watch it hatch. As the dragon grows, it becomes harder to hide the illegal pet until Charlie Weasley agrees to have it sent to him in Romania. Norbert is shipped off from the tallest tower, but Harry and Hermione are caught <laughs> fornicating by... <laughs> Stop! I got fornicating... <laughs> she just fell out of her chair! <laughs> <laughs> Are caught fornicating by Filch on their way back to the door. That is not what happens. <laughs> oh, they were getting like, high and fucking. I was like, this bitch is gonna skip the summary, and I added a whole fucking bunch of shit. No wonder. No wonder. This whore. What if this was the one week where I was like, nope, I'm not reading the summary. Actually, Aubrey, you can read it. Take it away. Take it away. Uh, Take her away, Ern. Um. Give me the beaver to free my soul. I get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. No, you gotta do. Give me the beep, boys, and free my little soul. <laughs> I was about to go do 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 do. <laughs> okay, we have to stop. Do you, have a, do you take requests? Please Can stop. Can you stop? We're having a party. We're having a party. Cause... <laughs> and also, okay. Okay, so they, uh, Quirrell holds out against Snape, um, 
every time they pass the third floor corridor, they check to see if Fluffy's still there. Um, and he says, whenever Harry passed Quirrell these days, he gave him an encouraging sort of smile, and Ron had started telling people off for laughing at Quirrell's stutter. Ugh. So ick. Ew. Oh, and once again, we have a nag for the nag count. Oh, God. Hermione, however, had more on her mind than the Sorcerer's slash Philosopher's Stone. She had started drawing up study schedules and color-coding all her notes. Harry and Ron wouldn't have minded, but she kept nagging them to do the same. No! It's like, you know what? Like, y'all wouldn't... Li- y'all literally would... Just speaking of the books as a whole... Y'all would have been expelled. Y'all would not have graduated. I know y'all skipped year seven but y'all i'm pretty sure went back got your shit because harry's an or whatever i don't fucking care y'all wouldn't have passed nothing without that harry got the wizard equivalent of a ged (laughs) for real though that's fine whatever he out there slaying people it's fine it's true but it's like y'all wouldn't have passed nothing y'all you wouldn't have been in or you wouldn't have been able to tap into your true power harry potter if it weren't for that bitch beside you so whatever anyway um Anyways, Sorry. no, you're good. You're good. Soapbox. I've, we always defend Hermione. We do. She does. She needs to be defended in this book. Mm-hmm. Um. She, so then, she snaps at them about studying or whatever. Um. And she says, "I should have started studying a month ago. I don't know what's gotten into me." And uh, the t- the teachers are piling on more and more homework, which I feel that I remember like. It was like week one of college. It was like, oh, this is great. I have all my notes and I'm going to study. And then all of a sudden I have like 12 papers due in one week. And I'm like, why? How did this happen? I get I get the feeling. I understand feeling like that at such a young age. Because like with public school, like in elementary school, you have like one main teacher. And then you have like a music teacher, art sure. teacher. You know, and then middle high school is when you start having separate classes with multiple teachers and multiple homeworks and all this stuff and so it's like really overwhelming i was my own teacher with you uh, being homeschooled and then going into college it was like you were sixth grade me at the age of 18 (laughs) it was actually it was yeah it was actually kind of a relief because i was like oh i don't have to like teach myself everything i don't have to like i don't have to do all the cover the material myself and then basically take an exam that is like uh, accredited to try to pass it even though I didn't have a teacher <laughs> right. anyway um, so they're um, working on stuff in the library and Harry who says Harry who was looking up uh, Dittany in 1000 magical herbs and fungi didn't look up until he heard Ron say Hagrid what are you doing in the library Haggard shuffles. He's all looking fucking suspicious. He looks suspicious as fuck. Um, Do you want to read Haggard's part? Because you do it better than me. (laughs) He's like, oh, just looking. He said in a shifty voice that got their interest at once. (laughs) He's so He looked suddenly suspicious, which sus. You're not looking for Nicholas Fumel, are you? Oh, we found out who he is ages ago. (laughs) What was it? What does he say? Hold on. Oh, we and found we- out who he is ages ago. And we know what the dog's guarding. It's a sorceress. Shh! <laughs> oh, you're shouting about it. What's the matter with you? And it's like, Hagrid, first of all, they're 11. 
But also, they're super dumb. Like, but you you have to expect children not to fucking. They're eleven. Chill out. Like they're gonna yell. Like get them out of the library. Just scoop them out. This is why. This is why I shouldn't take notes a week and a half before we record. So Hermione says, "What's he hiding behind his back?" And I wrote, "He's literally COMC professor. Why is he hiding?" But I'm like, I don't know what that means. I have no idea what I meant. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, do you think it has anything to do with with the stone? Um, Ron says, "I'm gonna go see what section he was in." <laughs> And he comes back with some fucking books about dragons. Yeah. And he's like, well, Hagrid's always wanted a dragon. He told me so the first time I ever met him. And then we find out that dragon breeding and raising dragons is illegal. Um, Because obviously it'd be pretty hard to stop muggles from noticing that there's dragons around. Um, You can't tame them, so they just try to control the environment. And if there's a passerby that happens to see them, they usually are able to take care of the situation without harming harming the muggle. Yeah. You know. Uh, So anyway, so they decide that they're going to go down there and try and check it out. And they go down to the hut and Hagrid's being mad sus. Yeah, Um, he's being mad sus. He's like not even letting them inside without like asking them who, like, who is it? And they go in and it's hot as shit. He's got the heat up a thousand degrees. There's a fucking fire. Like... I would be dead. I'd be like, get me the fuck out of here, Haggard. What are you doing? Turn the AC on. And then <laughs> turn the heat off. It's 90 degrees. Um, what in the world? So then they kind of convince him to let, to tell them about, uh, not necessarily what's guarding the stone, but who did the enchantments and the guarding. And it's because Hermione is fucking smart. Because she rolled for uh, fucking... Uh, whatever that one skill proficiency Perception, is. No. Pers- Persuasion. Uh, there we go. Uh, charisma. Look- charisma. Sorry, that's what charisma, I was Charisma. She, she rolled a nat 20 on charisma and convinced uh, <laughs> him. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I really do play D&D. Hagrid's like, you know, all like, ooh, the stone's here for a good reason. Like, stop asking fucking questions. Beats me how you know Fluffy. And Hermione's like, well, we don't need to know the enchantments per se. We just need to know like who made them. Who's doing it? Who's involved? What's up? What's 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 the what's the hubbub? What's the scuttlebutt? Huh? Ah. Huh? Bring okay. it all back around. Um so he tells them it's Professor Sprout, Professor Flitwick, Professor McGonagall, Professor Quirrell, Dumbledore, and Snape. Snape? <laughs> and then he's like, Snape, Snape is a good person, you know, like, and he doesn't even know how to get past Fluffy, which is, I guess, the sort of, like, mutually assured destruction of, like, you know, none of the other teachers know how to get past whatever's guarding, whatever they made to guard. Right, right, um, right. So, he's Dumbledore's the only one who knows everything. Yeah. He's the yeah. Um, Harry says, uh, can we have a window open? I'm boiling. And, uh, he looks over and he sees on the fire, there's like a giant black egg. And how did we miss that? Right. Uh, he got it off of a, he reveals that he got it off of a stranger in the village, which I believe would be Hogsmeade. Um, Probably Hogsmeade. Yeah. I'm guessing. What was the, uh, 
the the boar the hogs the, the hog's head is that the yeah mm-hmm. um sorry i buzzed Ooh, you buzzed <laughs> Ooh. i was just starbucks trying to get me to buy shit Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, he's, you know, he shows him the book they got, that he got, and and he's, like, real, real excited about it. Like, he's, like, real hype. He's, like, me when I'm talking about, um, Imperial Russia. Like, you just don't want to hear it too much. <laughs> and and, her and mind... then my favorite line, are you, did you, are you thinking the same one? Did you underline it? Yes. When she's, because <laughs> Hagrid looked very pleased with himself, but Hermione didn't. Hagrid, you live in a wooden house. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite line. I was dying. I was like, this bitch knows what's up. So they're like, they're really like worried about Hagrid. But the next day at breakfast, he sends them a note that just says it's hatching. And they um, were kind of talking about how they're going to get down there and see it hatch. Of course, Hermione's like, um... You know, we've got this, yeah. get in trouble, and that's nothing to what Hagrid's going to be in when someone finds out what he's doing. Shut up! Because Malfoy is a few feet away, and he had stopped dead to listen. <laughs> I wrote hashtag inside voices, guys. Guys, you're terrible. I, mean, I know you're 11, but Jesus. Plan. Yeah, it didn't work in the library, and it's not going to work here. <laughs> like, gosh, it's not. Um, <clears throat> so they finally get down there and they see that the egg is laying on the table and the it splits open. The baby dragon flops out and ugly. <laughs> Harry said, Sorry. Harry thought it looked like a crumpled black umbrella. It's spiny wings. Were... Know, that's, a good, that's a good description. Yeah. I like that description. It's spiny wings were huge compared to its skinny jet body. It had a long snout with wide nostrils, the stubs of horns, and bulging orange eyes. And of course, we, they have mentioned um, that it is a Norwegian ridgeback, which is very rare. Mm-hmm. It sneezed. A couple of sparks flew out of its snout. <laughs> Isn't he beautiful? Hagrid <laughs> I love it. It makes me... Whenever Hagrid's, like, super, like happy makes my heart just melt especially over like these like creatures that nobody else would ever like give a shit about (laughs) it's like Hagrid even cares about the flobber worms how no matter how weird they are and he kept Aragog safe for all those years even though Aragog's a dick yeah he's never a dick to Hagrid that's in the next book right right." or is that in this book uh he meets Aragog at the beginning uh no not the beginning but in the second book because the car and they go out to follow the spiders about right, the chamber. right 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 and then he comes back in book six because he dead dead he did did um so <clears throat> they're all excited but then all of a sudden they realize that malfoy has been watching this whole time and he turns around and runs back up to the school, is what. <laughs> what a little pussy, sorry. What a little fucking bitch. Um, he's a... Malfoy is just like, literally, you're literally looking to get these people in trouble. Like, you don't have no a life reason. right now. You have no life right now. Like, that's such a loser thing to do. Like, what a loser. You're a loser. <laughs> a <Sorry>. loser! <laughs> I'm talking to a technically an, like an 11 year old kid. <laughs> yeah, They're stop bullying 11 year olds, okay? Oh, Jesus. Um, 
Sorry, I'm just going back to what you thought about the poll. <laughs> no, Aubrey, <laughs> you're not a student. <laughs> oh, God. That, that might have to be the clip for this week. I don't know. Oh, no. No, I won't. I won't do it. Um, I don't care. It's bad. It'll be <laughs> uh, so, so Malfoy is just holding this over their heads. Um, they spend most of their free time in Hagrid's hut trying to reason with him. Um, Hagrid is not going to let him go because he's too little. Um, he says, you want to read Hagrid's? I've decided to what he decides to call him. I've decided to call him Norbert. He really knows me now. Watch. Norbert, Norbert, where's mummy? <laughs> He's lost his marbles, Ron muttered in Harry's ear. <laughs> Hagrid, said Harry loudly. Give it two weeks and Norbert's going to be as long as your house. Malfoy could go to Dumbledore at any moment. He's like, I can't keep him forever. But I can't just dump him. I can't. So they hatch this plan because we know that Charlie Weasley, it's been established, works with dragons in Romania. 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 Um, <laughs> I, like, I like when Harry suddenly turned to Ron. Charlie, he said, you're losing it too. I'm Ron, remember? <laughs> Ron, always the joker. So they send an owl to Charlie and... Uh, Malfoy, sorry, not Malfoy. Ron gets bit by Norbert. Because <laughs> um, they're trying to help him feed it. He's eating dead rats by the crate. Um, he gets beat up in these books. He really does. So then they finally get an answer back from Charlie. And I'll read it. Dear Ron, how are you? Thanks for the letter. I'd be glad to take the Norwegian Ridge back, but it won't be easy getting him here. Also, like, best big brother, because it's like he wasn't even, like, threatening to, like, get him in trouble or anything. What a sweetheart, right? If it had been Percy. If it had been fucking Percy. Your allowance. I'm a prefect. I have to take this to Dumbledore. Nummy. Um, I think the best thing will be to send him over with some friends of mine who are coming to visit me next week. Trouble is, they mustn't be seen carrying an illegal dragon. Could you get the rich back up to the tallest tower at midnight on Saturday? Then they can meet you there and take him away while it's still dark. Send me an answer as soon as possible. Love, Charlie. And I wrote, what a good big bro. Aww. Like, no questions asked. Was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they're like, okay, we'll take him under, like, the invisibility cloak. Right, because it's just going to be Harry and and Norbert. Two of them and Norbert. Yeah. Um, then the next morning, Ron's hand has swollen. It looks, like, gross and green. Um, and he has to go to Madame Pomfrey. And Uh, he says... He told her it was a dog. (laughs) Yeah, he told her it was a dog. And he says, it's not just my hand. Although that feels like it's about to fall off. Malfoy told Madame Pomfrey he wanted to borrow one of my books so he could come and have a good laugh at me. He kept threatening to tell her what really bit me. I told her it was a dog, but I don't think she believes me. I should have hit him. I should have hit him at the Quidditch match. That's why he's... I shouldn't have hit him at the Quidditch match. That's why he's doing this. And I wrote, no, he's doing it because he's a sadistic fuck. (laughs) Right. And they're like, well, it's fine. It'll all be over when we get Norbert there on Saturday. And then Ron, like, is like, oh, 
fuck. I left the letter. I left the letter in the book that Malfoy took. And so I just now wrote, he's going to know our entire fucking plan. I wrote, Ron, you idiot. I wrote, DUDE, in all caps. Bruh, I would have torn that up and like been like, we all remember, midnight on Saturday. <laughs> like, Right? Like, disposiarius. Isn't there like a spell? Like, just fucking get rid of it. Throw right. it in the tr- Are you kidding me? I was so irritated. Disposiarius. <laughs> so, um... They say, you know, they realize it's too late to change the plan. What were you going to say? Oh, I just said they can't change the plan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucked. Like, there's no way to change it. It's already in motion. Like, they're coming. It's too late. <sighs> so they tell they tell Hagrid the plan. Um, and they, you know, they go down that night on Saturday. And they had to wait for Peeves, I guess. They were a little late because they had to wait for Peeves to get out of their way. Because he was playing tennis against the wall. Um, and they didn't want to announce themselves under the invisibility cloak. Hagrid right. had Norbert packed and ready in a large crate. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so fucking loud and annoying about it. I love Hagrid, but he's like, whenever he has to make a teary goodbye, it's like... He just can't he just, do it. so emotional. It's like, dude, you have to be quiet. This is a stealth mission. Right? Literally. And you're like, blowing our cover you're literally blowing the whole cover you're an adult so calm anyway i love hagrid but bro it's okay just chill out so they get they finally get him after hagrid has a very long tearful goodbye and they go up the corridor to the tallest tower and then they have they see sudden movement ahead of them professor mcgonagall in a tartan bathrobe and a hairnet had malfoy by the ear detention and 20 points from slytherin wandering around in the middle of the night how dare you (laughs) you don't understand professor harry potter's coming he's got a dragon what utter rubbish how dare you tell such lies come on i shall see professor snape about you malfoy you're terrible how dare you tell such lies there you go that's it ladies and gentlemen uh 20 points from slytherin uh the steep spiral staircase up at the top of the tower seemed like the easiest thing in the world after that not until they'd stepped out into the cold night air did they throw off the cloak glad to be able to breathe properly again hermione did a sort of jig malfoy's got detention i could sing don't uh chuckling about malfoy they waited norbert thrashing about in his crate about 10 minutes later four broomsticks came swooping down out of the darkness charlie's friends were a cheery lot they showed harry and hermione the harness they'd rigged up so they could suspend norbert between them they all helped buckle norbert safely into it i'm just picturing like a baby dragon car seat um right so cute and (laughs) they all helped buckle norbert safely into it and then Harry and Hermione shook hands with the others and thanked him very much. At last, Norbert was going, going, gone. They slipped back down the spiral staircase, their hearts as light as their hands, now that Norbert was off them. No more dragon. Malfoy in detention. What could spoil their happiness? <laughs> the answer to that was waiting at the foot of the stairs. <laughs> it bit me. Filch's face loomed suddenly out of the darkness. Well, 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 he whispered. Well. We are in trouble. (laughs) They'd left the invisibility cloak at the top of the tower. Those fucking dumbass 12-year-olds. Could they not not have made more mistakes? It's like, you had one job. (laughs) Y'all all all made, like, 
the dumbest mistakes in this entire like y'all made like 17 mistakes in this chapter and that is the end that is the end of the chapter by the way yeah that is the end of the chapter they leave they're they're caught by filch like we're gonna they're gonna be in trouble obviously Obviously. it's gonna go fucking horrible obviously oh all i can think of now is the beginning of chamber of secrets when snape goes you were seen by no less than seven muggles <laughs> oh rip alan rickman he throws down the daily prophet or whatever it's true make me laugh by no less than seven muggles <laughs> his little like hiss that he does you were seen yes that's it oh it's so good i know i need to rewatch and like do a better I wanna, impression i want to rewatch uh uh movie one at this point um, well we will we will bitch well yeah so that's that is the chapter we are getting we are rapidly coming to the end of this book and we have no idea what we're gonna do next season no <laughs> dude there's like nothing left almost there's like i think two more chapters yeah there's i think there might be three because don't they they have the Forbidden Forest, and then they have Through the Trapdoor, and then I think there's one more. Yeah. And then... The end. That's that, it. That's it? That's... Yeah, that's the last chapter. Ew. Her gross-ass face is in the back of it. I'm sorry. That's me. Ooh, burn it! No. <laughs> burn him! Burn the witch! Oh, wait. No. She would love that. You know, she loves to be persecuted oh, yeah. by her beliefs. I was gonna say, she's she's a martyr. She loves... She's a persecution that. fetish. Anyway. Um, I am so livid with our friends right now in this book because i like i said they just made mistake after mistake after mistake they're so dumb i mean they're 11 so and then, and to be well, fair. it's not just them hagrid too that's true hagrid he shouldn't have had a motherfucking dragon i love hagrid but he should not have involved three 11 year olds as much as he wants them to be his friend right involved in it because that's like that could get them expelled well to be fair he tried not to <laughs> They just were, they just were, he's really bad at being secretive. It's true. Shouldn't have told you that. I shouldn't have told you that. I mean, I love Hagrid. Don't get me wrong. He's one of my favorite characters, book and movies. Like, Robbie oh, Coltrane yeah. did a wonderful job with oh, him. I love him. Um, but, it, yeah, it's just like, ah, dude, you shouldn't, that's a, you shouldn't have done, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, <laughs> I should have said this at the beginning. Uh, I was about to wrap up and say, you can follow us on Patreon. We have a new patron. Uh oh. By the way, radio. I I do apologize. I should have put this at the beginning. Um, but we have a new patron. Um, Ooh, who is it? Alex, my friend Alex, hey. subbed to our Patreon. And hello. That brings us friends. That's what you paid for. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, friends. That brings us up to five patrons. We are halfway to our goal. Halfway to fucking Fifty Shades of Gross. We're, half to, we're halfway. And the patrons will get it first, but everyone gets it. So if you have three or five or whatever, how much dollars you want to throw that way, just so we can do a Fifty Shades. We're, we just decided we weren't going to do it for free because we're not putting ourselves through it for free. Yeah, I swore I would never read it. So... I've actually never read it. I've only read sections of the sex scenes that are really bad. So yeah, I've, seen, I've read sections that were in like articles and stuff that I've read about the my inner goddess leapt. I don't know. Can, can I just ask a question though, real quick yeah. before we? Why does my hair look like 
I'm on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I was literally about to say that. You look like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. What is going on? I think it's because of the way that you have your headphones pushed back. Anyway. Um, uh, so thank you, Alex, so much for subscribing to our Patreon. Thank That's you. Amazing. Um, you are a goddess. Yes. <laughs> so if we get five more patrons, we're doing Fifty Shades. It's yeah. happening. We're doing it. Um, but uh, you can sub to us at patreon.com slash chiclet. Mm-hmm. You can also buy us a coffee, Obs. Where can they do that? Oh, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash chiclet pod. You know me. Always drinking my coffee with my creamers. So. It's true. Buy us a coffee, but, buy us a You creamer. know, people have been checking us out as well on um, Good Pods. Mm-hmm. We've had several listeners and comments saying, you know awesome episode and so like you know it's everything that we we read everything we see everything we we appreciate all the love it's true we do and i i i love hearing from y'all yeah and oh just the support even if it's not like you know subbing to our fucking patreon i don't give a fuck like even if it's just moral support or you know just saying hey listen it was great yeah if you have a question even just to listen is great i don't give a shit yeah it's just great to hear from you guys so Thank you. We really appreciate everything that you guys do. Without you, we would, literally wouldn't be here. We would be talking to ourselves, which is what I thought we were going to do. That's first. literally what I, I can't. I can't believe we're almost at six thousand downloads. Like that's insane. No, we're over six thousand. Okay, we're almost, we're almost at sixty-five hundred downloads. Damn, dude, that's crazy. I can't it's believe that. Been, yeah, it's honestly, we had somebody. I don't know where or who, but somebody binged us this past week, and I was like, oh. Okay. I think it might have been Alex because she told me that she caught up. <laughs> there we go well yeah i was like wow okay somebody went way back i saw some of the old ones where we sound like a tin can yeah you know it's pretty funny yeah we we appreciate everything you guys do yeah we do um and on that note be kind to yourselves Mm -hmm. be good and be kind to other people (laughs) and thank you for being here today thank you for being here today Thank everyone for being here today. God bless us, everyone. And Mr. Scrooge. You there. What day is it? (laughs) Why, it's Christmas Day. Go out and buy me the largest turkey you can find. Yes, sir. There's a shilling in it for you. I'm sorry. I apologize to anyone that loves Charles Dickens. Any Dickensians out there, we apologize. Uh... Dickensians. Ooh. All right. Well, my posh British Scott. Scott, was that good? Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Butler, bring me my napkins. For <laughs> okay. I've masturbated everywhere. <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> Butler. Let's get As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.